at Dark Blackwood, at Dark Blackwood on Twitter. I see this stuff going on with Chris Rock. Chris Rock allegedly was like in some kind of roundtable discussion with Ricky Gervais, Jerry Seinfeld, and Louis C.K. And Louis C.K. has said the end where he's like, oh, does that make me niggerish? Does that, does that make me a super nigger? And he's like, yeah, that, that's the, you're the whitest nigger I've ever seen, right? They're laughing about it. So he got pulled up, and then, you know, Chris Rock got dragged. Because he kind of does this thing where... He kind of... Chris Rock does this thing where... He kind of... He likes to go on these woke rants to show that he knows about black history and He's kind of like a stand-up woke brother. If you watch the Breakfast Club, the, the Breakfast Club interview where Chris Rock didn't even show up to the... I mean, well, Chris Rock showed up to the interview, but DJ Envy didn't show up because Chris Rock and DJ Envy had, like, this little beef that stemmed from, like, their daughter's, like, Little League game or basketball game. And, you know... That's why it was a while back. But Chris Rock kind of went on there and he was giving like this woke talk. This maybe had been like 2015, 2016 that this interview happened. I think that, on a side note, I think that uh, Chris Rock and DJ Envy, they like patched things up. But man, I'm telling you, like, uh, You know, many people believe that Chris Rock was kind of like this woke spokesperson for the blacks. You know what I mean? But there was a time where Chris Rock had made these jokes uh, talking about black per black people and niggas. You know, now in Washington, D.C., everybody was dying laughing, you know. But he took that shit to Oakland where there's a lot of more, there's a lot more conscious people. You know, that that's kind of like the area where the Black Panthers got founded and you know they started in the Bay Area so it's a lot of conscious people that are in the Bay Area and they didn't like that black people versus niggers joke and you know, they kind of saw like a lot of uh, white supremacist stereotypes in that joke and, and they, they didn't like it too much but you know, Chris Rock is in this situation and everybody's dragging him. This is my thing. Um, was it was it bug dancing? Yeah, it looked like it was bug dancing. It looks like it looks like it was a little bit of bug dancing. Looks like it was a little bit of soft shoeing. Um, now from when I was talking to my brother yesterday at Christmas, he was telling me that I guess Chris Rock at one point addressed that, that interview before and I said that he knew Louis C.K. for a long, long time. Um, and Louis C.K. says the N-word a lot behind the scenes. He says it a lot, but he actually knows Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is not a racist despite spouting that nasty word, you know, that horrible word. Um, just knowing the relationship of that word that stems back 
500, maybe even 600 years back. So, I don't know. Yeah, so he was caping for Louis C.K. So, yeah, it was, it was a little soft shoeing. There was no way to get around it. Um, but, you know, this is how these white guys talk. You're trying to get a show. You're trying to get a, a show greenlit, or you're trying to you're trying to go have a meeting with Judd Apatow, and you you want to go over here and you want to get with the movers and shakers in Hollywood, people that can actually make your film happen, like Harvey Weinstein and people that that can really make a phone call and get your shit popping. This is how they speak. And what I was telling my brother was. A lot of these white guys in power speak like that. That run shit in comedy or run shit in certain areas of activity. That's how they speak. And if you're one of these uh, Colin Kaepernick stand-up brothers, you're not gonna get no. You're not gonna get no uh, show pilot. You're not gonna get certain certain. Uh, privileges that's what I got from it I, I saw Chris Rock buck dancing shucking and jiving based on the fact that these these dudes hold some kind of weight and he didn't want to well another, another angle could be that comedians a lot of times I see this happen a lot no matter who what comedian it is no matter who, which comedian or who comedian it is, when a comedian catches a controversy, other comedians are like the last, are like the last ones to really condemn or criticize a comedian. Like when Bill Maher, when Bill Maher said the N word, a lot of comedians that I was that I was suspecting that would come out and kind of go in on Bill Maher and didn't say anything. You know, when, when when George Lopez did his, uh, you know, his anti-black joke where he was talking about, like, you know, Mexicans and Mexicans don't date black or whatever. And when he, when he said that, a lot of the comedians I thought that was going to go in on him didn't go in on him. So I, I, see, I see comedians in, in this, like, weird kind of a fraternity. Where they, they kind of don't want to snitch on each other. And they want to protect each other every time a controversy goes down. Whether they black, white, Latino, whatever. They're going to cape for each other because they're comedians. And they kind of know what it's like to stand in front of a stage and be scrutinized. Uh, as far as if your joke is funny or if it's not funny. Uh, they're going to get, they, they understand what it's like to be heckled when you're out here trying to... Uh, put together material and you're traveling across different states so I see like comedians a lot of the times not on some not on some white supremacy shit no matter who it is a lot of them aren't on, on no white supremacy shit they'll, they'll talk to talk or whatever the case may be but when it comes to actually being on code and going in on somebody who, who breaks that code if they're a comedian they don't really go in on, on, on other comedians. So, 
it could have been that Rock didn't want to appear like he was soft or it really bothered him because that's how they really talk behind the scenes. And I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really understand. But my thing was, I was looking at the white supremacists. You see what I mean? I was looking at Louis C.K. like, what makes you so comfortable saying that? This means you say this shit a, a, a lot. I mean, so much. You say, think about it. Most most white su su suspected white supremacists are trained. They're not going to be saying. Uh, they're not going to be saying the N word in front of black people like that unless they know they know that they're in a group and they kind of overpower all the other black people. Like if you go to a concert and white people are around you, they're going to say the N word. While they while they saying the rap lyrics or whatever at whatever concert, there's gonna be a lot of white people at the concert. <laughs> if you had to, if, especially if you're in a good the area with the, where you can really get to see the, the the artist, it's gonna be a lot of white people there, and they're gonna be singing the lyrics to whoever song, and they're gonna be saying the N word right in front of you. Are you gonna swing on a white person right then and there? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna check the white person right then and there? Some of us will, some of us won't. So it was kind of like it was kind of like one of those things. Like Wayne Brady kind of explained it best when he was on TMZ. He broke the whole situ situation down so uh, so beautifully. How he captured it and how he said it. So you know, it's one of those things, man. It's just one of those things where. I'm looking at the white supremacists. I'm looking at I'm looking at Louis C.K. I'm looking at even Seinfeld, like like Wayne Brady said. Wayne Brady said it best. He's like, man, Seinfeld's not off the hook. It just means he's he's tactfully smart. He knows his brand would get ruined by a video of him basically just co-signing that fuckery. And, and and Ricky Gervais and, and and Louis C.K. They just kicking back how they said it. They said it like Snoop Dogg, like Dr. Dre. I'm like, wow, really? You know, y'all that comfortable? So that's my take on. It. I I don't really I understand that Chris Rock was doing a little shucking and jiving, but I don't really condemn him. I don't really blame him. At the end of the day, he's still a victim of white supremacy. He is. He's still a victim of white supremacy. No matter how much money he got, for whatever reasons that he's he had to giggle and he had to laugh it off, that just proved right there that <laughs> hey, certain, hey, you want to keep your job, you want to keep this stuff going, you know, hey, don't mess that up, Chris Rock. Kind of go along with this. Don't make me don't don't make me out here to be like a racist. You know, after all, I kind of hooked you up. And made sure you got that show on uh, on uh, WB. Everybody hates Chris. So, so, hey, don't put me out there now. So that's my take. And I'm out.